Now, last week I met up with a couple of uh, marketing buddies um, and uh, we were having a conversation. And after a few glasses of wine, the conversation moved to, if you had to start again, what would you do? What would be the strategy that you would employ to get yourself motoring, get yourself in front of people? And uh, it's quite fascinating because I think uh, there were four of us sitting around the table and we all came up with virtually the same idea. And this particular strategy works incredibly well in recruitment. So let's get into it. Welcome to the Recruitment Marketing and Sales Podcast. An obsessive focus on marketing and sales is the only way to accelerate your agency growth. So listen in now as we share the latest strategies and techniques guaranteed to deliver you more placements and profit. Well, hi there everyone, this is Denise from the Recruitment Marketing and Sales Podcast and today's topic after a conversation with a group of marketeers um, last week actually uh, is about lead generation and particularly inbound leads. Now, um, I know histo- I'm recording this in August and uh, <laughs> no longer feeling smug because it's pouring down in the Lake District as usual. Um, still sort of warm down in London, I think. But uh, for those of you across the globe, summer has ended where I live or it appears to have anyway. Anyway, let me get back on track here because um, today's topic is about um, inbound versus outbound lead generation. And uh, it came up for a number of reasons, really. The first one being that um, I was with some buddies last week and we were talking about marketing and what would we do if we had to start again. And it's also come come about because of a number of conversations we've been having recently. Now, historically, August uh, tends to be a bit of a quiet month in the recruitment space because lots of people are off on holiday. For us, it tends not to be that quiet because the phone rings a lot because people are obviously thinking about their marketing. They've got a little bit of headspace. Um, so they're on the phone and they're talking to us now. Some of this has been instigated, by the way, because we had a specific checklist that we sent out to our subscribers. If you're not a subscriber, strongly recommend that you go and uh, download this particular checklist and uh, created a special one for our podcasting subscribers. And so if you go to superfastrecruitment.co.uk forward slash MCL, very very swish marketing checklist. (laughs) It's an abbreviation. So just go to superfastrecruitment.co.uk forward slash MCL and you can get your copy of this checklist, which is the exact checklist we use when we're working with clients. So obviously a lot of clients, when they come to us, they want to know about, you know, they want some clarity. They want to know where they need to be heading, what they need to do next. So this checklist is a starting point for you. Now, a couple of conversations we have had this week um, have centered around what about inbound versus outbound, which works the fastest, what do you need to do? And one of the things that, uh, that I wanted to share with you today is the best inbound marketing strategy ever. And the answer is quite simple and it begins with an E and it's called education. 
Who knew? Who knew that you could actually, good old-fashioned, you know, help somebody by actually helping them? And then reciprocity kicks in and it also establishes you as an expert, which I'll come on to. And then they're more likely to actually start working with you. The number of people that have been uh, listening to our podcast, reading our emails, watching our videos, reading our blog content uh, over the last sort of few years who then come to us and say, I'm ready now. Would <laughs> Can we work together? Always amuses me. Anyway, education is key. And let me explain a little bit more about why education is is key. And by the way, if you haven't downloaded or bought the book by Chet Holmes called The Ultimate Sales Machine, it's a fantastic book. It's, it's, it's bit, I'm not going to say it's old school now. It, it's not. It was um, published um, quite probably, I'm just looking at it now on my bookshelf, probably about um, 10 years ago, possibly longer. And it actually goes through this this process about using education as a way to brand and position yourself above all others in the market. Because um, I'll, I'll say it, I've said it before and I'll say it again, but the role of marketing is about creating demand. And that demand comes by positioning yourself. So having the right marketing in place that is that is heard by your ideal client or candidate or talent avatar is going to put you head and shoulders above the rest. Because positioning your recruitment and staffing brand as the organization that can help them, it doesn't matter who it is, is crucial in today's uh, market. You know, uh, the, the staffing sector is in a growth phase, not only in the UK, but, but globally. Um, with growth comes competition. And I always talk about the fact that, you know, um, your your amazing, uh, fantastic, super duper biller, unless you treat them incredibly well, may be considering going off and starting their own agency, their own sort of organization, which they can do from their back bedroom. And uh, they are the ones that are focused on marketing. It, it, it astounds us how many people get in contact who have just started their their recruitment journey as a as a business owner and are super super keen to uh, to invest in marketing because they they see the absolute value in it. So, um, if you want to stand out in your market, how do you do that? Well, you offer value and you educate your market. And what this does for you that many people don't appreciate is it makes you the trusted advisor. And that is crucial when it comes to um, scaling and growth. Remember, we're still in the knowledge age. And as human beings, we are now able to get access to experts to help us. So, you know, amazingly, we had a tree that needed to come down in the in the garden and it's a particular type of tree. And I just Googled online um, the the appropriate person. And as if by magic, my one of my favorite sayings, as if by magic, um, up pops on page one of Google, someone who could do exactly that for us, who actually lived in Cumbria. Now, Cumbria is quite a rural area for, for those of you um, uh, in Australia and all over the world and, and the States who listen to this. Um, so it was like pretty phenomenal that this, this person was there. But of course, now that is available to us because we have online um, we we don't have to compete against the big boys anymore. We can establish our brand and position ourselves as the person of choice to be working with 
purely and simply through that. So, you know, what is it about experts then? What's the difference with experts? Well, fundamentally, (laughs) through online, we can now get hold of them and we can find them. And obviously, I gave our our example of the tree surgeon, which is more of a a B2C um, type of of, uh, marketing. Um, I apologise about that little... (laughs) little stumbling of my words there suddenly um somebody walked past the window in the office and waved at me somebody that I've I've not seen for years anyway I just thought I'd uh (laughs) I lost my way a little bit then anyway back to experts so I was giving an example of um you know b2c and now let's talk about um I know it's all it's all human to human but you know we talk about business to business one business selling to another business what is crucial here is about establishing authority. And what is fantastic now about having uh, the various online platforms is you can establish um, authority incredibly easy by sharing information. Now that can come in the form of blog posts, it can come in the form of useful updates on social media. It comes in the form of value-add emails that drop into our inbox. It comes in the in the form of, you know, uh, free reports that we give away, complimentary reports. All of this puts us front of mind for our, um, our potential clients. And in the case of recruitment, it's definitely your candidate's and clients, because if you're adding value to them, what a huge difference that can make. And and one of the reasons why we have a, you know, a touch wood, and thank God we have a thriving um, content marketing business is because in the recruitment sector, that is the sector that we serve because we know it incredibly well, is it is absolutely ripe for content as a way to establish you as an authority. So, you know, how do you position yourself as a trusted advisor? Well, you educate your clients and your candidates as they walk through their career and their recruiting journey. Now, if, you, um, if you're not connected to us on LinkedIn, go and find Denise Oyston or find Sharon Noon. The other day, Sharon actually posted something on LinkedIn about, you know, considering the candidate and client journey when you, you're creating content. And I think you'll find it on our blog as well. In fact, you might even find it on uh, last week's podcast. Um, you know, by actually educating them about their journey, it can make a huge difference to how they perceived you. And, you know... Uh, it's so easy to get this happening for you because in our online world, it's more, it's easier than ever to stand out. It might take some elbow grease and hard work. And uh, I would suspect that you're not frightened of that. Uh, and it's there for the taking. So say, say writing a piece on preparing your CV to go out to market or how to build a high performing team will make you stand out as an expert in your field rather than that shady recruiter who emails every man and his dog your CV or, you know, the 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 super super and there's nothing wrong with picking up the phone by the way and, and speaking to people I'm a great advocate of that however it's you know the the, the shady recruiter um, that rings up and says you know there was a very famous um, TV program in the UK called Boys from the Black Stuff and uh, in it there was a there was a guy in there called Yossa Hughes 
Uh, some of you listening to this will remember it was a classic at the time. And I used to have this thing about it. I used to, you know, uh, <laughs> very different go up to people and say, kiss a job, kiss a job. And it's like, you know, don't be that recruiter that is on the phone talking to people and um, w- without establishing your own credibility, what their needs are, you know, how you might help them, how you could educate them. Um, and, and then they will give you your, their, their, you know, placements to uh, to fill. So, you know, all of this is, is really key. And, you know, it's important to remember this is not going to go away. Selling really is changing and our prospects expect so much more from from us they really really do uh, and it's interesting because we get a lot of um you know people that come to us who who've you know spoken to other people in our sector and they like our different approach because we are all education so how do you get going well you can write content yourself of course you can um you know all you need to do is look to look on our blog and i'm sure we've got somewhere there that shares the structure of how to um um, <laughs> I'm going to start laughing now because I'm having one of those days <laughs> where everything is pinging and people are knocking on doors, you know, trying to like record a podcast and everything's happening. Anyway, it just shows you in the world of super fast towers, stuff happens. Anyway, we were talking about content. So Classically, obviously, you can write your own content. You can outsource content to someone like us. Um, remember, you want someone that understands both recruitment and ideally has, has a smattering of knowledge about your market as well. You need to sort of brief them well. Um, however, something to that's really key is make your content practical. I was reading something by a lady called Melanie Dodaro the other day, and she's a real sort of LinkedIn expert. And uh, she was saying something about when you're writing LinkedIn Pulse posts. I've actually met Melanie, lovely lady. And uh, she was talking about, you know, think about um, writing for the average age of someone being approximately 11. Now, what she was meaning by that is make it simple and practical. And I think what can often happen is uh, what I call expert syndrome. And this is where, because we happen to be an expert in the market, we can talk over people sometimes because we make an assumption that they understand what we're talking about. And uh, we can we can all fall, fall, fall foul of that. So, you know, if someone's coming to your website and, you know, say they're a passive candidate, they haven't done their CV for a while, they will need some information. OK, so how do I format it these days? You know, do, do I still do sort of a, a little paragraph at the, you know, at the front that says my personal statement? Do I put a photograph on it? Do I not? Do I put my mobile number on it? Do I not? Do I put my social media profiles on it? Do I not? So all this sort of stuff will will come up for them and you know obviously um as a as a recruiter you know the answers to this so you can you can add value to them so you know that's something to think about when it comes to content uh, and here's something that works incredibly well so we've, we've talked about you know having having great content on your website that answers their their questions and their needs but the other thing to do and this works so well it still sounds us is you know to give away a chunk of information in the form of a PDF or report. Um, it's it's offering content-rich advice that they will download. And, and obviously, what you would consider doing is you give this a bit of reciprocity. Uh, Professor Chiardini's um, 
thoughts on, on this one is that, you know, they give you their name and email address. And uh, in relationship to that, then you give them a PDF or report. And I, I still astounds me how well this works. It works like gangbusters. In fact, we have several of our Superfast Circle uh, members who are getting outstanding results following this process are giving away a free, free report. And for them as well, um, as part of our Superfast Circle member membership, people actually uh, every month get a free report or template or checklist or some form of marketing collateral, <clears throat> excuse me, that they can use in their in their own marketing. If you want to know more about Superfast Circle, then email Sharon at superfastrecruitment.co.uk and she can uh, have a conversation with you. So education is key. People give their business to companies that they know, like and trust. And that happens through adding value. So this is Denise from Superfast Recruitment talking about the most effective inbound marketing strategy ever. And that is education in all its many, many forms. So time for you <laughs> to uh, jump into action. <laughs>